Hello, and welcome to episode 182 of Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. My friend. Yeah. Okay, so randomly, I had a message from Tim this morning. Oh, what is he messaging you about? <laughs> well, he's allowed to message. He is allowed to message other people. It kind of, it kind of sounded like, why are you talking to my friend? That's not allowed. <laughs> That's exactly. It didn't kind of sound like it. It sounded exactly like that. Anyways, he had also passed a uh, like it was a a clip. Uh, in a clip, in it, it's Jamie Lee Curtis, um, and it's um, she's speaking in English, but they have Spanish. Uh, subtitles on it yeah anyways uh is he's and then he says you're doing amazing work <laughs> that's what he said <laughs> uh is it the clip where she's talking about her trans child yes yes it is yeah, yeah. and so it's like uh in all seriousness the entire time i watched her i couldn't help but think this woman is exactly like sandy <laughs> i mean even the face and the gestures or am i crazy and as I'm reading this, I'm hearing him say this, right? And so I was like, I know people who don't know you at all think, uh, uh, think that that you do, um, but you could make a killing impersonating her. But watch the reel; it's good anyway. So I watched it, and I watched it like four times, and I'm like, huh? I watched this, and I also thought I could see myself exactly speaking and acting like that, like a hundred. <laughs> hundred percent yeah when monica was here we were out for lunch did i already tell this story and then monica and i had gone um into uh we went to, there was a place next door and we had gone to look at something and when phil okay. came out he said he goes well i just thought i'd tell you that the two waiters came up and said we were debating between each other if whether or not that was jamie lee curtis like that just happened like last week when Monica yeah. was here? Yeah. Oh no, you didn't tell me that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean the resemblance is quite striking. So it's so funny. <laughs> you know, obviously I don't I don't see it. I I, I get the hair sometimes, but anyway. Yeah. But it's it's funny because people have said, Oh, you're just like her. Really? Because you've met her? Like, I don't well, understand. that's it. Like, I'm, I'm not just like her. No. In no. which movie am I like her? Freaky that's... Friday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I could be in one of the Halloween movies. I've never seen, yeah. but I know she's done yeah. 100 Halloween movies. True so. Lies. True Lies. You can be Jamie Lee Curtis in True Lies. Okay. Doing, <laughs> doing a little striptease. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she like she like is trying to like act all sexy and stuff because she's pretending to be someone that she's not and so she like she, she decides she has to do something with her hair but she has nothing to do anything with her hair and so there's a vase of flowers like in the hotel and so she dumps the water from the vase into her hands and like slicks her hair back with the water yeah. from the vase yeah, and then she goes in and performs the strip. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's very funny. Very <laughs> Thinking about you doing that is very funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's very funny. Oh my goodness. Oh dear. Can we just dear, have dear, dear. a David's tea appreciation moment? <laughs> we can. What What are you drinking right now? 
I'm drinking sweet potato pie. Okay. And it is everything right now. So I had not thought about that for a long time, but then because I had, I like, I have a lot of new flavors right now because I only buy ones that are, are like, and like that are on sale. Right, and right, right. I'll try that. I'll try that. I'll try that. Um, and then I, so I went to look again yesterday or maybe even this morning and I saw mm-hmm. on there the sweet potato pie. Oh, and I was like, you look, you were looking on the website. Yeah. And there, there's, there's, they're in the sales section, sweet potato pie. Here's the other thing. When Monica was here again, when Monica was here, we, I went, I said to her, Oh, do you want some tea? And then she saw, and she's like, I was wondering, what is this David's tea that you guys are talking about all the time? Oh, (laughs) she got to experience it firsthand. She did. Yeah, she did. And um, she had, oh my goodness, why can I think of the, Phil's favorite. What's Phil's favorite tea? It's a Christmas tea we love. Oh. Candy cane. Candy cane fresh. Candy cane fresh. Yeah. That's also my favorite. That's also my favorite. Well, I had bought bags, I think of a hundred, a hundred or something. Yes. Like the little sachets. Yeah, we're on the last one. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'd that, also want But I'm telling you, this sweet potato pie, ooh, it's everything. Yeah, well, the blueberry pancake is, like, everything. I'm going to have to try that. I also have been drinking Monster Mash. Mm-hmm. Oh, it also is so good. They're just, after, I mean, it's just a great fall flavor, you know? So after our discussion about the Zest Wishes the other day, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you said, oh, yeah, it's a little gingery, and I was... Like so funny, Phil said that. So last night I picked the bag up to look. There's no ginger in it. Why does it? Why does my memory say that it's gingery? Yeah, but it could be the cardamom. Maybe there's but something. Yeah, I mean, I haven't had zest wishes since like last Advent season, you know. Um, but my memory is that it's a little gingery. But Phil had just had it and also had said the same thing like two days before. Funny. Is there orange peel in it? Orange, yes, because it's cinnamon and orange yeah. peel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is a good, it's also a good tea. It's a good tea. Like, I, I mean, I have just had confetti, confetti cake cupcake. or some cupcake. I, that's what I had, you know, before we recorded. Um, it's also delicious. Mm. Oh, some really good ones. And I paid like four bucks a bag, like, you know. You can't you know. go wrong with that. I know. I have a lot of cinnamon heart in there. I find if I drink too much of it, it's really strong. Yeah. It burns my mouth. It burns my mouth. I don't like it. Yeah. 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 My goodness. You know, it's, you know, you know, it's, it's fall in Canada because now, you know, we're talking about David's tea again. Yes. Yeah. The summer is over. My goodness, my goodness. Okay, here's the other thing. I don't, I didn't tell you this. I have added in another workout with Diego. Oh, I did yeah. not know that. Okay, so tell me. No, because, because of the whole herniated disc, um, I, I need to do things obviously to strengthen like my back and core. And so I thought, you know what? I mean, I know what I can do. I know I can put on a fit on thing. It ain't going to happen. No. Yeah. I have to be realistic. It's not going to happen. And so yeah. I, um, I said to Phil, oh, can you ask him what, like what he has available? So anyways, 
yeah, it's um, I started yesterday. It could possibly interfere just for a couple of weeks with our recording time because we often record on Tuesdays and he That's had okay. Tuesdays can... from three to four. But the time change comes up. It, it changes in. Yeah. In two a couple of weeks, so yeah, in a, in a few weeks, and yeah, and we're we can be flexible. Thank you. Yeah, so I wanted to take advantage of it, but yeah, I went yesterday. It's just weird being by myself. Also, working out when you're used to working out at five forty-five a.m. and then you go at three p.m. Yeah, it's weird, but it feels. I mean, it felt good because you are like you've eaten. I'm stretched out. Like I, I already went for a long walk, and then I had yeah. walked to the grocery store. So. Yeah, it's, yeah, so anyways, but it was an awful lot of push-ups, honey. It was a lot of push-ups. And it was a lot of of, of core stuff. Right. You know. Well, yeah. if it was yeah. a lot of push-ups, that's why your upper body is sore today. Oh, yeah, it's pretty sore. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty sore. Pretty sore. <laughs> anyways, anyways, I was feeling good about that because then I'm, like, committed to doing that. The other okay. thing, the other thing is like, I'm still really debating about running. I, I, there's part of me that wants to, and then part of me that's like, it's going to be so hard because now I have to start from nothing. Right. So I, I actually went as far today as to like Google, like couch to 5k, which I, I don't even know what that's about, but I, I oh, just, okay. but anyway, so now I'm like, I don't know what to do. You're thinking Anyways. about it. I'm just thinking about it. Yeah. 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 So, All right. Well, thinking about it is okay. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> just to let you know, I'm not thinking about it. So that makes, because sometimes I'm thinking about things out loud. And really what I'm saying under it the is you're asking it. me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is not one of those things. This is No, not I know that. I know that. <laughs> but often <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I, I had the, I had the clear clear impression that this was not that one of those situations because <laughs> you, you you always take the bait what yes I do. An, I, it's an intentional one yeah that is true <laughs> I do always take the bait <laughs> oh my goodness anyway so you know like that's that's what's happening here that's so what's happening here yeah you. yeah well I listen to a, a podcast this morning that I hadn't listened to in a while just because I don't even really you know I was gonna say I don't even really know why I do know why I'm I'm listening to a book right now that I'm not really that into but yeah. uh it's for a like it's for a book like club and so I do have to finish the book but I'm I'm just not really that into it and so this morning when I would ordinarily like turn on my audiobook, I was like, I just am not in the mood to do it right now. Yeah. Like I'm it's too early. I'm not really like I can't focus on it, you know. And so I thought, I'll just like open up the podcast thing. And so I was like halfway through a podcast that I was enjoying. And so I was I listened to the rest of that podcast, but then it like automatically started another yep. podcast mm -hmm. and because it was going through like the list of things that I downloaded I guess right so it starts into this it started into an episode of by the book oh okay which 
which we which I had listened to like I've listened to big chunks of it not all of it but but large chunks of it and and some of the episodes and seasons I've really enjoyed some of them haven't been as great you know but this one was the book they were living so it's it's Kristen Meinzer and Jalenta Greenberg um and they pick a book they live by the book they read the book they live by the book for two weeks and then they talk about it and so the book they were living by was called breath the new science of a lost art and and so now i have not read the book nor will i uh based on their recommendations um but so I can't fully say like this is exactly what the book said and this is what the book was like, but I have to believe that they've put in the time and the energy to read it carefully and to have a like and I have a pretty because of books, other books they've talked about, like I I pretty I have a pretty good sense of their like where they come to their yeah. decisions. So they're talking about this book and like apparently the whole premise of this book is that the reason there are so many like medical and behavioral and uh, like difficult situations in the world and problems in the world, whether it's ADHD or asthma or depression or like whatever, the reason people have those Uh, difficulties is because they aren't breathing properly that's the theory (laughs) okay (laughs) and so the book I guess uh has like suggestions as to what you should do to breathe properly and so it had all these different ideas like that they that they tried out because they, you know, they live by the book as weird as it sounds. And so one of them was to tape your mouth shut at nighttime. So that you're, so that you're forced to to breathe through your nose when you're sleeping. (laughs) So, well, (laughs) that would be good for people to snore. Don't tell Phil that he'll want to try that on me. Okay, so that's that's what they said. Like, apparently that's exactly like they're, 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 you know, keying in on people who snore and that if they keep their mouths shut, they won't snore. And so, (laughs) I mean, I just, I can't imagine being like, so like, Mark, we're going to try something tonight. Like, let's just put some tape on your mouth. You know, like this is very Some good old duct tape. Like, let's make sure it doesn't come off. Yeah, right. Like so strange. What a strange suggestion to make. I've never heard the likes. And then one of the other things that they were supposed to do was breathe slowly and breathe as like as few times as possible. So you're supposed to apparently breathe no more than six times in a minute. Which what? means have you did you, you try have- it? No, I didn't try it, but maybe I should have. So that means you're taking a five-second inhale and a five-second exhale. And because that would take you 10 seconds. So six times in a minute would be your 60 seconds. That is, I mean, first of all, that takes a lot of concentration to breathe that slowly. And I don't know, like... 
what is this supposed to accomplish? You know, I mean, yeah. apparently, apparently it's supposed to solve all sorts of things. Like it's supposed to, you know, anyway, it was, it was ridiculous. Like all of these weird claims that the book was making, apparently, allegedly, um, so, so strange. So I was like cackling this morning, listening to it just because it was so ludicrous. Um, but then, and so then, you know, these girls are trying to live, you know, these women are trying to live by these rules and, you know, some rules they couldn't do and try, other rules they tried. And like, I mean, it was quite funny. It was a funny episode, but there were a couple of things that Joe Lenta in particular said, you know, when, the, when she was going through her verdict on the book, she was like, I would never recommend this book to anyone. Like, she's like, I feel like it's like, it's suggesting things that are, you know, ridiculous and would make you feel uh, like could potentially make you feel really bad about yourself. If these are like diseases or issues that you, that you deal with, like, for example, asthma, you know? Um, yeah. But, but she said, but, the idea of, you know, taking a few slow, deep breaths to like release some anxiety or the idea of, you know, focusing on your breath when you're going through a stressful situation so that you're focused on breathing instead of focused on whatever else it is. Like, she's like, some of these things, she's like, not that I learned them in the book, but she's like, I've learned them like in other areas of my life. She's like, those are good things. Those help. <laughs> and so I was just thinking about, uh, you know, just the, the whole idea, like in WW with mindfulness and like, we've done some, like, we've had some weeks where the topic is, you know, like take a few deep breaths or, you know, like, you know, just the strategy of, uh, you know, calming yourself or, uh, de-stressing a little bit, or even, yeah. even the idea of like, you know, you and I have done some of those, uh, like meditation things like with Deepak Chopra and, you know, like things like yeah. that, like, I think that's useful and helpful. And so that's what, when I saw the title of the book, I thought, oh, this is what that episode's going to be about. But that was not at all apparently what the book was talking about isn't well, that wild I've just, yeah it's ridiculous i've just done a quick um google search looking at reviews and the reviews are a must read you don't know what you don't know until you do this book is key to addressing health care by addressing correcting the cause of disease what in the actual heck is happening I, I mean, there are, there, like you said, there are, there are health benefits, overall health benefits to slowing down your breathing for people who maybe suffer from anxiety, um, are, uh, in stressful situations. It slows your heart rate. I mean, that's what, when you slow your breathing down, it slows your heart rate yeah. down also. Right. It. it allows you to like calm yourself down. But as far as correcting or curing diseases i i, it I don't seems like a wild claim wild yeah where's the science behind it i don't know if there's no scientific backing i call bullshit was... 
that was it was just so it was just so funny like truly I was just like giggling away this morning listening to how ridiculous this all was you know oh my goodness my goodness so 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 that, so that was one thing now that got me thinking uh a little bit about you know, just theories in general, uh, you know, that we have about things. And, and I was thinking about theories because I've been helping my brother study for a quiz, like an upcoming quiz. And he's one of the courses he's taking this year. He's in his first year of university. And one of the courses he's taking this year is a, like an intro to social work class. And so I've been, helping him study and one of the things that he had to study was these two different like sort of opposite approaches to like um you know how different theories in social work are created so there's a group of theories that are that are considered conventional and there's a group of theories that are considered progressive and 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 so then I've been helping him learn like what's conventional, what's progressive, which theories fall under which category and you know all of that sort of stuff. But it's it had me thinking about like the theories behind like just behavioral theories in general. Mm -hmm. So not necessarily related to social work, but just related to behavior and related to the way we understand ourselves and the way we understand how we think and how we behave and, and, you know, what's happening in our world and all of that. And so I was thinking about that because in like the conventional theory, you know, group, this is like one of the main theories is the cognitive behavioral theory, which is really the one that comes up often in WW conversations because it's the idea that you have thoughts and you have feelings and then you have actions and that they're related right and so right. you you think a certain way that makes you feel a certain way and then you do something so you have a behavior or you feel a certain way you think a certain then you think something because yeah. of it and that causes a behavior right like we have that yeah. you know that behavior loop and so that's a real like conventional way of thinking about human behavior and so um so so that was you know that was the one side of it and so i was thinking about that just just in general like you know how much that makes sense and then also like are there parts of that that i feel like need to be updated like is this an old-fashioned way of thinking you know like I'm yeah not sure so because that's the conventional side so then you swing over to the progressive side and so the progressive side all of the theories that belong in that category are like um critical theories you know cr and being critical of structures in society and being anti-oppressive and, and and so everything in this category is all about you know the way that our society is structured is set up to not help us out and to and to oppress right and so I was thinking about like progressive theories and how that relates to the WW world. And I thought, you know, the whole idea of body positivity 
fits under that category, right? Mm. And under that umbrella that, you know, that the real issue here, I mean, you know, quote unquote real, but like one of the, I, I would, I would argue one of the issues here is that we live in a society that expects people to look a certain way, that expects people to weigh a certain amount that expect, you know, and, and that these structures are actually like the problem. Right. And, and so I was like, okay, like, that's interesting. Like I can apply both of these categories to like, you know, WW. And then when I was studying with James, I was like reviewing and reviewing and reviewing, you know? And so then at one point he says to me, he's like, you know, he's like, I don't think he's like, I don't really understand why we have to have conventional theories and progressive theories. And so I thought he was just like complaining about having to like memorize the different sides. And I was like, oh no, we shouldn't have them. And he's like, no, he's like, don't we just need something in the middle? (laughs) He's like, like, don't we just need a little bit of this and a little bit of that? Like, wouldn't that make more sense? And I was like, you know what, James? You are wise beyond your years. Like, <laughs> like absolutely. Like, and, and so then I was thinking, like, of course, like, that's exactly what we need. Like, we do need to understand what makes us behave the way we behave. Right. And that a lot of the way we behave is linked to the thoughts and the feelings we have. But we also need to understand that we live in a society where, depending on the body you live in, you may or may not be accepted to certain degrees and Mm -hmm. that's not okay. You know, like, so there's gotta be something in the middle that sort of includes both of those things that can both support our own desire for change within ourselves and also implement change in society. Mm. But I don't know what that is. That was just the (laughs) things I was thinking about. That's a lot of things to be thinking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Yeah. It's messy, right? It's it's Yeah. Lots to consider. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. I, I I mean I think I I I agree with James, you know. Right. I think it needs to be a combination. There's gotta there's gotta be there's got to be something in the middle. Yeah. There's got to be something that, well, and I mean, maybe I kind of feel like maybe the something in the middle is where I find myself or like maybe, I don't know, maybe you find yourself there too, that it's like, um, and I mean, and this is a conversation we had like, many, many, many weeks ago, uh, several times, you know, just about this whole idea of like, how can you be body positive, but still desire to lose weight, you know, and, and can you, Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's the, like, that's the middle part here. The middle part is to say, um, I'd, I'd like to lose weight for whatever reason, because I would feel better or, um, it would be better for my blood sugar or it would be better for my blood pressure or, or it would be better for my joints or like whatever it would be. Mm-hmm. And so I really need to understand what kind of behaviors are preventing me from losing weight or are helping me 
to lose weight and, and work on those behaviors. But then I also need to understand that I do live in a society that idolizes a particular body and that that doesn't have to be mine and that I need to be comfortable with the body that I am in Mm -hmm. the way that it is, you know, like, like I think there's, you know, that's the middle ground. Like the middle ground is finding that. But don't you feel like that when you are like going through day-to-day life that you see less and less of these supposed like bodies that people aspire to or that we're supposed to have yes and so I I feel like like that I I will tell you that I was at Yorkdale Mall on Sunday yeah I I I did this huge long walk like I was out for like almost three hours but at some point I ended up at Yorkdale Mall and because I had a, a an errand that I needed to run and so I was walking in the mall and all of these stores not I mean clearly not all the stores in Yorkdale Mall but like I'm gonna say at least I walked by at least four stores and you know that if it's a store at, at Yorkdale Mall, it's probably a relatively high-end store. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. there's an Old Navy there. But, like, with the exception of Old Navy, I walked by four stores that you know were good brand names and that you would pay a pretty penny to purchase clothes in those stores that had average-sized body m- mannequins with clothes on them that I thought to myself, Wow that store like carries clothes that like that I could buy well and then I walked by another one and I saw it again I was like wow that store also carries clothes Mm -hmm. that I could buy I'm telling you at least four and I mean that that is that is new like like I was because I was thinking like in even in my childhood that wasn't the case for me yeah like like when I know when I was graduating grade eight and I needed to get a dress for my graduation, mm-hmm. there were two places that I could shop, Additionnel or Pennington's. Yeah. That was it. And like now to be walking in this mall and to see like all these places that, that visibly, like I don't even have to go into the store. I can just tell by looking at the mannequins yeah. that you have sizes that are going to fit me. I mean, mm-hmm. that I think that speaks to the people who live in our society. Yeah. But it also, I mean, it's, it's companies are now recognizing, I mean, they have all of the information just to, at their, you know, disposal to say, okay, what, what are the sizes that we are selling the most yeah. of? I yeah. mean, they need that for projections just for manufacturing so that they know that they, I mean, there's no reason to have, mm-hmm. um, you know, size zero mm-hmm. if it's the medium and the large that sells out first. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And yep. so yep. that is definitely a change. I mean, I would, I even think that going into... What store was it? I think it might have been La Vie en Rose. 
And mm-hmm. so, you know, I always have to go to where the sale items are um, because that's like where I'm drawn to the back of the store where all those little racks are. Oh, and um, looking at the things that were still on there, I was surprised by the number of small sized items that were still like those are the ones that are there. It's it's yeah. very rarely are you going to find, say, a medium. Right. Yeah. Because to me, the new sort of like average size is a medium large. Mm-hmm. Like that's the, what you mm-hmm. used to see as a, like a zero mm-hmm. or an extra small. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. that's, that's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I wonder, is it that? Yeah, I'm. Is it that? Is it that our like people are that much different now than they used to be? No, they've. There's a few things. Yeah, you know, well, there are people are different because I do believe that as time has gone by, that just uh, like there are more average sized people and right. average, average size. No, that's the wrong way. That what is considered average size is, has changed in acceptance in society that yes. clothing, clothing sizes have also adjusted. Yes. So, you know, like what used to be this size is now a different size. Like they've labeled right. it differently. Like the measurements yeah, 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 are yeah, yeah. different, right? Yes, what yes, they yes, use. Yes. I just was like, I was just so pleased yeah. <laughs> to be walking by all these stores in the mall that I thought, oh, wow, like I could shop there or I could shop there or like, or even to think I could have shopped there. You know, I could yeah. have shopped there. Like had this yeah. store been here, you know, 10 years ago or 20 years ago or, you know, 30 years ago, like... I could have shopped there. Yeah. But, but you know, the and I mean, so it makes me very glad to know that at least, at least now, yeah, people can shop there. I mean, it's funny that you're talking about like um, uh, body acceptance and body positive and that, because really, I think in the last week, like, I, I don't know, I was getting changed or something. And I was like, you know what? I mean, I, I, I look okay. Like, where even though I feel like my weight has shifted, you know, anywhere between, I don't know, six and 10 pounds, mm-hmm. it's enough that my clothes didn't fit. What I, what I recently did was just go and buy a bunch of stuff and I cleaned out some stuff because I keep my clothes too long anyway. So it was good just yeah, to yeah. refresh. Yeah. Um, but so, and I actually was like thinking, like, am I okay with this now? Because like, my head finally grew into my body. Like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or am I just past the point of like fighting it? Like, or have the number of, of birthdays that have passed Mm. just allowed me now to feel differently about the way that I look but it's still a comparison. It's still like compared to average, like to other people, you right. know, like my age or older, it's, it, it's bizarre, but this is like, this is like where I'm at right now, which yeah. feels <laughs> very effed up. But I mean, the, the, I mean, at the end of the day, 
as long as I'm feeling good in the clothes I'm wearing, does it really matter? Correct. And so I'm trying not to get so hung up on the scale. Yeah. And just about feeling good, about making sure that the clothes that I have, like that I feel good wearing, Mm -hmm. they made some adjustments to like different types of clothing and it's different. So that feels weird, but you know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always worn like tight jeans and now I've got like baggy mum jeans from like H&M and so they feel baggy and they feel weird and for me the thing was if it's too baggy then it just makes me look bigger like that's mm. what that's do you know what I mean like that's right. my right. Um, right and so it's it's interesting to think about how you see yourself in a mirror versus how other people see you. Yes. Or if other people I think, are even saying anything. I think I've asked you this question before, and I think I've even asked you this question on the podcast, but I can't remember what your answer was, so I'm going to ask you again. When you look at yourself, like, when you look at yourself in the mirror, and then when mm-hmm. you look at yourself in a picture, does that oh. look the same to you? No, it looks different. Okay, that makes me feel better, because it looks yeah. different to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look smaller in a photo. Yes, me too. Yeah. I also look smaller in a photo. Yeah. Or bigger in a photo, depending on where I'm at. Well, it depends on the (laughs) photo. Yeah. But right now, right now, smaller in a photo than I look in the mirror. Okay. Okay. But yeah. But in the mirror, I always look the same. And I mean, I don't always look the same, obviously, but like, I kind of have the same sense of what I look like in the mirror always. And then... And then I see a picture and I'm like, oh, wow, that's what I look like. Yeah. But like, I'm not talking about like a picture from five years ago. I'm talking no. about like a picture yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. have that. No, I have the same thing. Yeah. Okay. And so when you see yourself in a picture. Yeah. And that's a smaller version of yourself than you thought you were. Yeah. Do you see that and think, yeah, I'm okay with that? Yeah, for sure. I, I think I'm okay with that. I mean, now I'm just looking at myself like naked and be like, uh, I mean, it doesn't matter if I like the things that I look at and I think, uh, are most of the time things that if I lost weight, that ain't going to change anyways. Like it's saggy and it's like wrinkly. It's like, (laughs) you know, it's an, it's an age change now. It is an age change. Yeah. So like, you know, losing weight just was going to exasperate some of those things. (laughs) Like, like right. (laughs) So, Perhaps that's not the plan. <laughs> Perhaps that's not the plan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm yeah. just going to gain some weight just so I can fill out my skin. <laughs> I, no, that's not. That's also not the plan, Sandy. And that's also not the plan because that won't actually work. Like the theory sounds like a good idea, <laughs> but it won't actually work that way. No, it, it won't. Work that way. No. <laughs> it's so interesting. Um, you know, I'm just, you know, I've got a lot of social work things on the brain because I've been studying and so like when I study it I it means I learn it you know like like I'm trying to help him learn it but I'm really the one who learns it and uh and so one of the things like that's like a social work tool apparently is this diagram and it's called a web of oppression and so it's a it's a circle and the circle has three rings in it 
and and then eat and then it's also divided by like pie slices so each yep. pie slice has three separate levels to it like the one yep. that's closest to the edge of the circle the one that's in the middle and then the one that's like right in the center and so each of the pie slices is a different like part of your identity that could be oppressed so like gender is one and sexuality is one and race is one and uh um socioeconomic status is one you know like they're all different and then privilege is right in the center of the web so the, huh. if you're if you're near the center like if you're in the categories that are near the center you have the most privilege and if you're in the categories at the edge you have the least privilege and the most oppressed and you're the most oppressed and one of the little pie slices was age huh and so the 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 people that have the that carry the most privilege in our North American society are those who would be considered like middle aged, so like uh, twenty five to like sixty, I would say, and then the group that is sort of in the middle are the youth, and then the group that was on the wow. edge was the was the the older crowd, mm -hmm. and and like so even. Even the, like even seeing something I thought like I was I wasn't surprised I think to see age but it wasn't the first thing I would have thought of as being yeah. on this wheel you know mm -hmm. um, but I think like so many of these things like it's even it it it's internalized too right that and we've talked about this before too especially with age you know that we that we ourselves have ideas about what our bodies should be looking like and doing at certain ages and and mm -hmm. we ourselves have certain ideas about like what it means to age and like lots of people are very uh concerned about birthdays and like the number yeah. of their age and like don't necessarily want other people to know or you know like yeah. like and and that's in ourselves because all of the messaging we've ever received has been you know don't be a child but also stay young yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I've been. Uh, yeah, that was. So it's interesting. It's interesting to hear you talk about like, you know, taking the time to like look at your body and and decide like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm okay with this right now. Like, this is what yeah. it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then part of me thinks, God, why did it take me this long? <laughs> because that's how long it's going to take. That's how long it took. That's why. That's that how, long, how it... long it took. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking because age is a funny thing. Because my friend Monica also likes she like she's likes younger guys, uh, right. men. I'm not going to say guys, men. Um, you know, and and I have a history also with mine's five years. Hers is a little bit more, but. Mm. It's so funny because I can, I think that, that for a lot of people, if you have a preference one way or the other, but there was a preference probably when you were younger to want older men. Do you know I what would, I mean? I would, I would think that that would be typical. Yeah. And then, but that, but what's, where's the tipping point? I don't when know. You're, Just like when you when you're 20, I don't think you're like look. Hopefully, you're not looking for a 15 year old. No, but you're also probably thinking maybe I don't want a 20 year old either. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. Well, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because 
there's this idea, like I'm just thinking like the idea certainly that comes to you from the media is that, you know, that someone who is older than you would be cool. Yeah. You know, like yeah, that's the harder or yeah. yes. Yeah. Or but, have things you don't have or, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess it just we just feed into each other because if you're the if you're so so I'll just use a woman. If you're a woman and you are you you know, you're 20 and you only want to date guys who are 25 or older the guys who are 25 or older there's also a group of men who only want to date women who are 20 for sure right so it kind of sure. I guess I guess as long as as long as you are able but to. I think I think those pockets of people exist at any age and yes. with any gender and with any sexuality type too like I think there are people who are looking for older and there are people who are looking for younger and the, the trick is the those people just have to find each other yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear I don't know. you also yeah i don't know you also have to know i don't know like you maybe i guess i i was gonna say like i don't know as i ever thought that i had a preference but I mean I think I didn't and so I I guess those those people exist too like those that don't have a preference yeah yeah I I don't I didn't I I don't think I ever had a preference um, either either yeah but um if if I had to do it today I'd have a preference for sure <laughs> <laughs> Gotcha. Okay. Noted. Noted. I also think about things that I had no preference about before that if I had to do it again, I might have a preference about. <laughs> and I will keep those things to myself. <laughs> yeah. I'm meeting new friends. I like had another coffee with someone yesterday second coffee and then at the end said hey would you and your husband be interested in coming and like having dinner with us and already set up a date saturday night reservations made hey. so look at me just making friends <laughs> look at you and so what do you attribute to that and what do you attribute that to i have no idea probably um probably a lot i i mean the hormone therapy probably helps mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that you just feel how... more inclined to be social with people. No, because it has changed my mood. Like I really do yeah. feel much better. I mean, you know, yeah. and and so I think when you feel better, you want to do more. You know, yeah. I actually took the time today um, to sit and I thought, okay, how many people do I actually know here? Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And so then I started writing down. I'm like, oh, okay. I know people. Yeah. I, I reached out to like, someone out. It feels like for me, like, like talking to you and hearing what you're up to and hearing the people you're connecting with and trying to meet and things like that. Like it does feel to me like in the last maybe six months or so, that number of people has grown significantly in comparison to previously, but I did. I I wonder if some of that has to do with the pandemic. 
Mm, not necessarily because it's the same people except for one person. Okay. So I think it might be, I mean, it can be a con that could have a, an impact on whether or not yeah. people wanted to get together, but, but the together, restaurants yeah. and all that kind of stuff have been open here for a long time. Like we've been doing right, right, that for right. a long time. Right, right, right. Um, but Phil and I also had another, like my friend and then her husband, Phil, yeah, we'd met the husband before, but had them over for dinner. So that, and that was really mm. nice. So, um, yeah. It's, yeah, it also feels like you're doing a lot more like one-on-one -on -one kind of things rather than like, a group of people is getting together yeah. and I'm part of the group, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Traditionally, would you mm -hmm. prefer that? Like, like, is that tends to, I, I know for myself, I would much rather go for a drink or go for coffee or go for dinner or whatever with one or two other people than go with a group of people to a thing. Like, like, no, hundred so percent. Like my, my, like my preference when it comes to socializing is there is never, uh, let's get a group of people together and do something. Yeah, no, I, I'm the same. Yeah, I'm, I'm very much the same. Um, even when you have, it depends, you know, just it's like for two people, that's fine. But when it gets to be more then there's too much going on at the table. Mm -hmm. um, and so depending on how well, you know, the rest of them and how well they know each other, that can be really tricky too. And then that's, those are the situations that don't, I don't like to be in because then I, I tend to just be very quiet. Mm -hmm. um, and not, mm -hmm. not say anything, but I mm -hmm. do like, I, I'm, I'm now more aware of people, um, who I really enjoy having a conversation with, you know, like I, I, I'm seeing somebody on Monday, um, and, uh, she's the wife of one of Phil's, um, colleagues and she's just full of joy. Like I always feel so good when after I see her because she's just, she's just upbeat and, and just on, like, I, I don't know what it is about her. She's just so lovely. Um, and okay. you feel that like, you just like you, like, it's like I absorb it, you know, I just take it all in. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yesterday I was like, Hey, we haven't seen each other, you know, blah, blah, blah. Actually they had gifted, she, um, they had just been, it was her husband that ran the Berlin marathon okay, and then yeah. they, and then they had gone to Belgium to travel like on vacation after. Mm -hmm. And so they brought back a box of chocolates from a Belgian chocolate shop, right. which was very thoughtful. So I messaged and said, that was very thoughtful of you and this and that. She said, Oh, we just want you to know just how much we appreciate the both of you. So that was just Aww. so nice, right? That like what a really lovely nice. thing to say to someone. Yeah. I was like, oh, Maria, hmm. you know, anyways, it's just such says a little bit about how the type of person she is, you know, just yeah. very, yeah. very sweet. So getting things, you know, trying to plan things. Don't know when my next trip to Canada is. And so that usually stresses me out an awful lot, but for now, it's okay. For now, it's okay. <laughs> if it does, if, if it, if the thing is, if at some point it changes, then I'll just book a flight and go home a bit but yeah. right now I'm okay I'm okay Good. <laughs> considering Good. I was just Good. there for three weeks <laughs> right <laughs> uh, anyway.
that's good too. Okay, so yeah, what yeah, about, yeah. and I think maybe when, we might have talked about this, like when we very, very first started the podcast, which was, you know, at this point, a long time ago. So, you know, if if you are someone who has been listening since the beginning, I mean, we appreciate you. Uh, <laughs> but I think I have asked you this before, but you're just talking about, you know, when it's a large group, then it's like, how well do you know all of those people? Do you only know like one or two of them? And then if you know mm. only one or two, like, do they know the other people? Or like, are you there sort of as a pair? Or like, you know, all of these kind of group dynamics. When you're in a WW workshop, like as a member, mm-hmm. what's your preference there? Like, what's what's the sweet spot for the number? Oh, of people that I, I know? Or, or people hmm. who are there, like, like how many people in a workshop oh. is the right, is the ideal group size? Well, I mean, I can only see so many people on the screen anyways. And so for me, it's like whoever's showing up on the screen is whoever, those are the only people that I actually sometimes even think about, oh, there's, you know, what, I don't even know how many there's 16 or 24 you can see on the screen. 20, 20. What is it? Yeah, I think you can see 25. 20, then you are one of them. So, 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 you like, see, so you see you see 24 yeah. other people and you. Yeah, and so then I'll sometimes look at the number that are in the thing and I'll be like, oh, there's more than that people. And I might go to the next screen just to see, you know, who else is there. But I, I, I mean, I, 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 the you know, for a long time, I think that there were like, you know, between 50 and 60 and that, that was fine too. It's nice mm-hmm. to have, when you have more people, you have more variety of people speaking. Mm-hmm. I I think it's, because I think that's good just so that you meet new people also. Otherwise it can become very, um, I am aware of being at other, you know, in other workshops where there's a lot of people that know each other and there's a lot of inside things. And so that makes, when you're a new person, it makes you not feel welcome. Right. Because you're not, you don't, you know, you're not part of it or you don't feel like you can even contribute. And once in a while, though, you will, you know, have, you know, the, the, the unicorn that is really comfortable with being in those situations and just like, you know, starts off onto a story about something, even though they don't know anybody. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I, but I, I think that you would agree that most of the time that's not the case. Is that? Mm-mm. Yeah, but I. Yeah, I mean, I okay. don't say much anyway. And, so. Yeah, and what about like way back in the day when you would have attended in person? Yeah. What's the What's the right number for that group? Oh yeah, I also would have preferred to have probably thirty to forty people in a room. With the same thing with lots of people being able to, because when there's not a lot of people, then if nobody says anything, then it's like, uh, just kind of drags on. Or it uh, sometimes allows people to go on for longer than they should about one thing, only because there's only so many people. Yeah. And then it, yeah. and then I find it becomes one person's um, individual, uh, you know. Yeah, party. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna yeah, say yeah. therapy session, but that's not yeah. that wasn't the right thing to say. Yeah. But yeah. that is what it what it can turn into. 
Yeah, probably about 30, I feel like, is the right number. Yeah. Even 20, like, but, like, I think 20, 20 is the low end for, like, for the ideal number of people in a workshop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, whether it's online or in person, I think. Yeah, well, online, I mean, there's also the people that um, don't even put their camera on, so... Mm -hmm. then there's so that so you don't feel like they're really part of the conversation if they're no they're not a live person unless they're like they're active in the chat you know like there are there are a few people who who attend workshops that have their cameras off but but Mm -hmm. you know that they're there because you can see them participating in the chat or you can see them like doing thumbs up or doing like clapping hands or you know and so then so then you are more aware that they're there but um but like I I won't like I know some coaches will like call like will talk directly to people who have their cameras off but I don't because Unless you've told me, like, I'm here, but my camera's off because of this reason. Like, otherwise, I don't because I don't know, really. I don't know if you're there. Um, yeah. I don't know if you want to be in- incognito. Like, and that's why yeah. your camera's off. And so me, like, calling you out would be horrendous, you know. And and I don't know if there's a, like, if there's a reason for which your camera's off in that you wouldn't want me to be calling on you. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. So I just sort of let those people do what they're doing. And then if they give me some sort of other, like. Yeah. You know, notification that they're, that they're, you know, wanting to participate, like, more then I'm happy Mm -hmm. to participate more with them. But yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking about that too. Like, it's just so, I mean, but it's a different vibe, right? Like if you are getting together with a group of people for a social hour, that's Mm -hmm. different than if you are attending a workshop where there's a facilitator, you know, like, because I feel like if I'm getting together with people, I like a group of 30 sounds like a nightmare, but like, yeah. then I'm thinking about a <laughs> WW workshop and I'm like, mm, 30, beautiful, sweet spot. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But the difference is, is because in the, the workshop, there's uh, a control in, in who's speaking and usually one person at a time. When you're in a group setting, for me, that's it's too loud. And I can't help but listen to other conversations, even if I'm in a conversation. Yeah. Um, and so then you're not that's... paying attention to the conversation you're in. Yeah. And then you only sort of 100%. half hear the other conversation. Mm-hmm. And I know. Yeah. 100%. I hate that, that is me. Or you're the person who's sitting there and you feel like there are 10 conversations going on around me and somehow I'm not a part of any of them. I, I, that is the worst yeah to be at the in a place at a table and there's conversation here and here and you're just sitting there very awkward don't like it (laughs) so so I mean maybe that's the PSA for this week if you are (laughs) in a situation like that where you're having a conversation and you notice that someone sitting near you is not a part of a conversation you know include Mm. them Exactly. <laughs> be aware. And, be if aware. and if you're at a WW workshop where you don't feel like you're being included, please private message the coach and let them know. Yes. AKA yeah. me. And I will yeah. happily include you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Sandy, yeah. always no, a delight to chat with you. Yes, for sure. For sure. Always I, a delight to chat with you. 
I appreciate you uh, following me down all of my little uh, wormholes today. Well, thank you for for uh, taking me with you. <laughs> no problem. It's like a, uh, a, big, a big sweet gala apple. Oh, <laughs> it's just a little worm going through. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, everyone who is listening to us, thank you so much. If you're not following us on uh, on social media, you can go ahead and find us on Facebook and Instagram. And, mm -hmm. you know, or not, just connect with us, <laughs> however else yeah. you connect with us. But uh, it's just, it's such a, it's such a delight for us to be able to chat. And it's such a, a funny and fun thing to know that other people are listening. So we, we yeah. do appreciate you all. We do. All right. All right. Well, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. All right. Bye.